Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle call! Heavy Recording this on Free Agency Tuesday live on YouTube. Hello, everybody. Or as John likes to say, Report Happy for duty. my people! We salute you. What is cracking, homies? Uh, not a lot, John, according to uh, the Free Agency Tracker, but uh, that's okay. We are uh, we're, we're here to be some of what's happening. We we are what's happening. You look good, by the way. You know, I got my Buck Mason sweatshirt on, guy, and it looks uh, it look good, feel good, play good, as Dion used to say. Uh, if you are on the podcast listening to this, the description uh, has our YouTube link. So go check out our YouTube page. If you are watching this YouTube live or after the fact, great. That's awesome. If you enjoy it, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're here right now, hit that thumbs up. We appreciate that a lot. And you can check out our podcast. That is down in the description below, as well as some of the links to our sponsors, which we also appreciate very much. We'll start with the show with a comment today from YouTube, John. This is from Bobby Boucher, who says, whoever played their hand worse, Napoleon invading Russia in the winter, or Kyle and John thinking they could hold on to Jimmy G until the last second and get a second round pick. That's what all the history buffs are asking right now. Yeah, my my, my world history, you know, Mr. Best, former offensive lineman, UC Davis. Do you have him too at Davis High School? I had Mr. Best. What a great guy. I I probably didn't listen well enough. I I, I really didn't. Because I notice sometimes when I'll watch a history documentary, and that's putting it pretty strongly, when I will stumble upon and watch like 15, 20 minutes, I'll realize stuff that I was definitely told as a young child about World War I, World War II, Vietnam, the Korean War. I, I, I didn't listen very well. New information to you. Yes, but Crimea. Mr. Best tried. Yeah, you know, uh, you you said to me yesterday. I don't think it was on the. We did a YouTube only live stream and then put out like a twenty minute podcast on Monday, in addition to our podcast that went on on Sunday. And I don't remember if you said it on the live stream or if you just said it to me. Which was when are we going to have somebody like do an about face, agree to something, and then back out, Josh McDaniels Colt style? We did have the Randy Gregory handshake agreement with jerry jones you know a man is his word a word a man's only as good as his word and his handshake and uh, maybe it was covid they did a fist bump and not a handshake i don't know but uh, what, what did what did jerry tell the owners when uh they accepted the last the the cba in 2011 i think his quote was my granddad used to say out in texas we got problems when the chickens start fucking the owls oh yeah and guys the chickens are fucking the owls. And and all these rich guys had no clue what he was talking about. I still don't really met, know what he meant. I think he just meant, like, this is pretty crazy and we should accept because this is stealing, basically. 
<laughs> and it clearly was. They took yeah. them to the cleaners. Yeah. Well, uh, he tried to sneak in a little uh, weed uh, clause in Randy Gregory's contract. And I love the way I heard it said on NFL Network. So his agent took him to Denver. Like, well, wait a second. Randy didn't get to decide then? His agent was offended or Randy was offended? Who was mad about it? Randy or the agent? I always hate shit like that. Like, the Jags, they're handing out big money to get people to come. So players are taking their guys to Jacksonville. Or agents are taking their guys to Jacksonville. As if, like, they're just in the back with the shades closed. They don't see they're on the way to Jacksonville. Yeah, Christian Kirk and Brandon Sheriff are like, you just... You take me wherever you want. You can take if USFL's paying, take me there, homie. Like, give me a break. Hey, can we, can we, can we, God bless Brandon Sheriff, by the way? Can we say a word for Brandon Sheriff? A lot of you might be wondering why we're talking about Brandon Sheriff. At least Christian Kirk got to play in some big games for the Arizona Cardinals. Brandon Sheriff just got, I think he got, what do you get, $40 million from the Jags, something like that? Mm hmm. So far, his career is Washington football team, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Commandos football team commanders did host Tom Brady in his first year for Tampa in the playoffs, remember? So he did get a playoff game at mm-hmm. home against Tampa. That's was that probably the, the was highlight that the of seven, Was that a seven-win commies or an eight-win commies? Yeah, that was not a great commie team, but remember Heineke gave uh, the Buccaneers all they could handle there That's on like right. Saturday That's afternoon. Right. <laughs> so, Brandon Sheriff, get your money. God bless you. I hope you get a third team out of that or the Jacksonville's good in three years or something. Uh, careers aren't long and you just, you know, no, if, if it all ends and it's like football, t- you know, he's doing like his, uh, his zoom background and it's like football team, Jersey Jags, Jersey, pretty impressive. I understand, man, you got to get your money, but yeah, DJ Charks going to the lions. So he's got a Jags lions, uh, DJ Charks combo there, but Charks, I think was a one year, $10 million contract. Cause he was hurt last year. Yeah. So Charks. Great name. Still one of my favorites names. Zay Jones. What the hell? Were, did you see that contract? I thought it was a lot of money, the, the headline I saw. you know. And in fairness to Zay Jones, I thought he made some plays last year. Well, he did, but like the Jags just signed Christian Kirk. They have uh, LaVisca Chenault. Yeah. They have, uh, what's his name, the other guy? I, uh, yeah, Keenan I mean, Cardinal. hey, look. Keenan, if, if, you, if you just got to surround Trevor with talent, John. That's yeah, what, that's what the Jags are doing. Well, here. anytime you can build around Zay Jones and Christian Kirk for you know sixty million dollars guaranteed, you got to do it. So you can- <laughs> they are so deep in their four or five receiver spots, John and Jacksonville. Let Balky cook, bro. Let Balky cook. <laughs> uh, Frankie on the stream says Jacksonville going all the way this year. You want to put a future odds on them? Mybookie.ag promo code Ham One. Well, I mean, I know what you got to start with, John, is the My Bracket Contest in MyBookie.ig, promo code HAM, and the number one. MyBookie.ig, HAM, the number one. March Madness is here. It actually, as we record this on Tuesday, it actually begins with the uh, first four games, Texas Southern and A&MCC. Do you know what the CC stands for? Uh, Country Club. Ooh, close. Corpus Christi. And then Indiana, Wyoming uh, in the evening. But don't worry. You still have a couple of days. The selections for the My Bracket Contest and MyBookie.ag uh, promo code HAM1 close on the morning of March 17th. Here's how it works. You predict winners in each round of the MyBookie My uh, Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over 50 k and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. So uh, when you sign up with HAM1, you get a free entry into the My Bracket Contest right now. 
You know, I, I had brought up the idea if we should sprinkle some teams to win. I just had another idea. Hmm. What if we just put, we got $266 in the hopper because we just randomly put a bet on UCLA over the weekend, which I, I love the value. It just, and it, they, they were held. They had a, what, eight point lead in the second half? Uh, so turns out Arizona's really good. Now they're the, uh, beside Gonzaga, have the second best odds to win the national championship. What if we just bet, like, use the money to bet, like, a game or two uh, around? So basically, like, instead of wasting it, like, because if your team gets knocked out, but if we bet, like, $250 and we put it, we, we just take an underdog around. So, like, Colorado State versus Michigan. Not, like, a crazy, like, you know, 10 to 1 underdog. I like Colorado just, State. So, boom. Nico Medvedev. 250 on Colorado State. Gottlieb's then, a big Nico Medvedev guy. Yeah, then so we win, and then we just figure out another underdog to take the following round and just kind of do it that way. Yeah, San Diego State, that? I like it. San Diego State, Creighton, I don't know if it's an underdog, but number what one. What about this game? America. I think one of the play-in games in Dayton, Ohio, is Bryant, Wright State. Bryant has the leading score in the nation. He's like Jimmer Fredette, little white guy, just scores a lot. Yeah, but I don't it. know anything about those games. But they're, they're a plus-140 underdog. You rather have Colorado State versus Michigan or Bryant versus Wright State? Because I'll place a bet on either one of them right now. Uh, what, what, they're, they're what underdogs? Well, Colorado State's a two-and-a-half-point underdog, so we could just get a money line at plus 125. Bryant is a three-and-a-half-point underdog, and they're plus 140. It's almost one-and-a-half to one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to making uh, Thursday uh, to making what's today two, Wednesday interesting Wednesday afternoon at 3:40 on True TV. Well, exactly. So we win the Bryant bet, and then boom, we take the winnings and we put it on Colorado State the following day. Like that would be the plan of attack. Yeah, but the Bryant thing's a little, in, you know. I mean, we know nothing about Bryant, right? Say, well, you already least, told like, you just told me something. Well, I know this guy's a leading scorer in the country. Like people are saying, like this guy can really, people, really fill it up. Rothstein. Yeah, I've just heard, you know, him and Gottlieb have both mentioned the guy. Yeah, I I, I don't need much more than that, John. Uh, MyBookie.ig, promo code HAM and the number one. Get after it, and we can uh, we can do the same. By the way, also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Promo code HAM. Get it. How fast does your nose hair grow? Manscaped.com. Promo code HAM. Get you 20% off and free shipping when you use the code HAM at Manscaped.com. That sound is, I got to tell you. <laughs> Woo! That is makes my legs tingle. Lawnmower sounds a little better. Yeah. Uh, the skin safe technology on the lawnmower 4.0 critical, waterproof critical. The premium 7,000 RPM with quiet stroke technology critical. The wireless charging system. I mean, these are all the elements that you need to win in March, John. The convenient dock wirelessly charges, much like a veteran point guard and an NBA player and uh, experienced coach. The weed whacker delivers in March. Do you, do you know what I use? Uh, and I don't know. Do you use this when you're on the road? Is the travel bag, the Manscaped travel bag, is fantastic. It's yep. so easy. You just throw in a toothbrush, throw in deodorant, you throw in, you know, for me, the little little mini uh, shaving cream with the shaver so I can shave on the road. My, my, my dome. Uh, love the Manscaped travel bag. Those are fantastic. Recommend it. Good material. It's thick. You know, it's not like a flimsy little cheap one. That's right. Well, I mean, I you just hold. You had the weed whacker there. You had the uh, uh, four You had the four there. Um, they are. You can just feel them. It's solid, good, well made, quality stuff. Um, it really is. Yeah. So, right now, the lawnmower four with the four thousand K LED spotlight. These are the right tools for the job, John. Okay. They really are. The the, the warmth summer is coming. 
get yourself ready. Well, now summer's never going to end. Daylight savings time. Has that been approved by the? I think it's supposed to be approved by the House. I, read. I think it passed the House. Maybe it's got to go to Congress. Oh, but, uh, Mr. Best on line one. I was. Pr- I, Mom yeah, just maybe a bill. By, oh, maybe by a bill. again. You know, just not proud to say it. Cheated a little bit in high school. Uh, I, I do think that dramatically changes life for us. That I mean, that extra light for a couple months. I mean, you talk about if you like to golf. You know, I mean, that's a big. That's a big transition there. How do the farmers October. feel about this? This is for the farmers. This is about them. Yeah, I don't you know most of the farmers, you know, by the time uh, September, October come in, they're fucking mailing it in. I, I, you know, I'm for it. It'll mean the clock in my car will be right every every month, every Same. part of the year. My, so mine's been wrong year. for the last six months. Mine got right today, John. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, all right, twenty percent off free shipping. Code ham. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job. So a lot of people. I'm looking at some of the comments here. I've been seeing it. We, people are getting frustrated with their teams. Why aren't we spending? And we can mean a, a variety of teams. Uh, people are upset with free agency right now, John. And uh, they're not, you know, no one's signing Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss, apparently. Why are you not signing Tony Baselli and Ray Lewis, included with Ed Reed as a package deal? It's like, guys, most of these names that are signed, let's be honest, you've never heard of. I, I've been saying over and over you pay for good player. You pay premiums. We'll talk about the guy the Niners signed to a big deal. Like, I, I don't think most 49er fans know much about him. Now, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but like, you know, you overpay to get guys. You just do that aren't Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, and Devontae Adams. Those guys get extended. The, the thing with the NFL, unlike baseball, we were talking about this before we hopped on. Like, if Matt Olson wanted to get paid, he had to change teams. If you play for the Rays, if you play for the, the, Pirates, you play for certain teams, you have to leave to get your amount of money. That is not the case with the NFL. If you are good, that team will extend you. The reason Jamal Adams, now it turns out he might not be as good, but and Jalen Ramsey got traded is because they kind of made a stink and like demanded to get traded, right? Most teams, Jalen Ramsey teams would try to keep. <laughs> so it's just the, the players that become available, you're just paying premiums. You, you I would say on average, you know, and re- remove the Jags, you're paying an extra three to $4 million a year than what they would get if they normally just extended with their team. Because most of them are not like all pro guys, right? So they're not getting top of the market if they extend. They would just get like the team-friendly extension, but they're still yeah. become rich. So I just, all these players are getting, you know, I mean, J.C. Jackson, Belichick said, see ya. Got forty million dollars. Like he, the, Bell, the Patriots were never going to give him twenty million dollars a year or eighteen or whatever he got. Yeah, I mean, I think one that will be really interesting is Stefan. Like, what is Stefan Gilmore's money? I think is going to be fascinating, right? He's an I, age guy, though, right? Yeah, that's older. what I'm saying. Like, once upon a time, like that is a name that everybody knows, but he is not at the top tier of free agency right now, given what you just said, given age and you know recent injury history. Um. Well, he's been used to making a lot, so it's probably hard when he starts hearing numbers that are lower than what he was used to making, right? Someone right. goes, hey, we'll sign you two years, $25 million, and guarantee every penny. He's like, just a year ago, I was making eighteen twenty, right? So it's hard to come to grips. And the NFL, I would say, different than the other sports, pivots fast. It's like, oh, he's 32 now. <laughs> you know? You just don't pay. Or one injury. You know, one half. half and what do you, he, I mean, I know he's healthy, but he played the Torn quad, right? Yeah. Makes you nervous. So, it's and like, the oh, other, yeah, part, he's got to run. <laughs> That's kind of important. I, I'd argue this. I think it's been pretty good for the agency to this point because it's included. First of all, it hasn't it, it's included a 
Aaron Rodgers back. Russell Russell Wilson got traded. Yep. Yeah, it's yesterday's news. Uh, somebody signed somebody interesting now. Uh, so I mean, just that alone, I think was Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper. The, I mean, the big names all got traded, right? Yeah. Because those names don't become they don't hit free agency. <laughs> like Amari Cooper, to me, would have been by far the biggest name in this free agent class, right? Of all the names that I've seen signed. Uh, yeah. I mean, did Chandler Jones sign yet? No. That's a pretty big one. But I mean, again, him and Gilmore are over 30 former Pro Bowlers who expect right. a lot of money. So they're, like, they're in their own little tier. If Mike Williams had hit free agency in this class, funny thing is he's kind of, well, how old is Mike Williams? Probably 26, 25. I mean, not that old. You think? Uh, he's yep. been in the league five years. I bet he's 27. Maybe he's not as old as I think. Yeah, he turns 28 this year. Okay. Amari Cooper would have got what, like sixty-five million guaranteed in free agency? No, I don't well, know. He if got he sixty got, the last time, but I don't know if he would have got that much. But he would have got forty-five. He would have got a several-year deal. I mean, Amari, Amari's sneaky, not very old. Uh, Hundred million on the stream says if Gilmore signed with the Niners, y'all wouldn't be speaking of age. <laughs> I love of age. Amari uh, Cooper's twenty-seven years old. He's pretty young. Well, you know who's younger than than a than I thought. Is Honey Badger? Who turn? He's. I mean, he'll turn thirty. I think in May. Honey Badger's had like this whole career before he's turned oh. thirty. It's pretty. I mean, he's still a a solid player, John. Yeah, I got my, my intel because I text about Ward, try to get some information, and then I said, "Well, you guys just replaced obviously Eric Reed's brother. Is it DJ Reed, Stanford? No." Not D, no, DJ Reed's the corner. It's uh, two E's Justin, and DJ Reed. Ju- Justin Reed. Justin one Reed. I. Justin Reed. Uh, part of it is Justin Reed's just younger, and Honey Badger. You know, it's just he's still good, but the but the but the arrow now no longer even points neutral. It kind of leans down. So you just they gave Reed some money. You know, he's three years, thirty one a year. Three years, thirty one and a half million. And part of replacing Honey Badger is. Honey Badger hangs his hat on being really smart. Well, they're replacing him with a really smart player, right? They, this guy's brilliant, I guess. I, the Reed family, I remember Eric was LSU guy, but he was Stanford level. Like, Eric was really, really intelligent. So that's the key to, like, the Chiefs thing. If you're going to replace a smart player, that's an underrated part about free agency. When you do let a guy walk, do you replace him with another intelligent player? Because if you had a really smart player at a position that's not, like, guard, but if it's, like, center, middle linebacker, safety – obviously quarterback, you can't then replace that guy with a dumb guy because then you lose double whammy. It's like he might not be as good of a player and he doesn't know what's going on. So, like, to me, when you get centers, like, he better be smart. When you get middle linebackers, he better be smart. When you get safeties, he better be smart. Like, pretty clear you watch Jimmy Ward. Like, Jimmy Ward has his physical deficiencies, but I always feel like Jimmy Ward knows what's going on. Yeah. It's You yep. need intelligent players at certain positions. Like, there's just no way around it. Like, ultimately, like, I can get away with it, wide receiver. Remember what was a use check like? Brandon, come in motion. Like you, you just other people can help you out. Just get open. Obviously, you want you know Devonte people that are brilliant, but not everyone is just. You can get by with talent. I think it's safety's impossible to get by with talent. Like you're just kind of out there by yourself. You got all these things coming at you. <laughs> you know, you got a lot of moving you're, parts. You're who said this? Uh, maybe Charlie Weiss said that. Uh, maybe it was Weiss who I heard say this a month or two ago, a few months ago. It was a former coach for sure, 
who said the the first key to football is it's a chess match between the safety and the quarterback. I thought it was a really simple way to distill like what's happening on the field, right? Because when you are the safety, what you're talking about now, you're make you are making you are making decisions based on the other, maybe the smartest guy on the other side of the field. And maybe you not can smart is man- the key. Is you can manipulate you can but. manipulate him too a little, right? He can manipulate you. You can manipulate. Yeah, except him. his. That's right. Both of your coaches are using you to manipulate each other. Yeah. So you can't right. have a guy that's in no man's land. And I would right? say it's probably been an underrated part, specifically of the 49ers. Maybe an underrated part of the Chiefs is they've changed that position over time. Uh, the Niners have had stability at safety for several years now. Yeah, long time. Both really safety the whole, spots. Really, since you and I have been together, right, for a decade now, they've had just pretty consistent safety play, even starting with Golston and Whitner. Obviously, different style, but those two mm. guys knew what to do. Good point. Then transition into Eric Reed to Jimmy Ward, to Tart. Like, they've just had... Like, to me, could you get Honey Badger cheap? Like, to me, I would be interested in Honey Badger, putting him next, you know, can especially if they are kind he's of cheaper uh, than irreplaceable. Tart. Yeah, just if they are you know, the transition between the two guys. Because I would say the Niners' safety, I don't have to have a guy camp chancellor in the box. And I think a lot of the league has gone away from that. It's why Jamal Adams feels so out of place. It's like, what's is he, why don't they just play linebacker? <laughs> you know, it's like, you need guys to cover now. And Honey Badger can do that. But you see uh, the kid from Utah got broken off by the Ravens, Marcus Williams, Williams, who had the obviously the famous play to Stefan Diggs. But I, I think he is known as an intelligent. Like that's a, everyone has a fuck up, right? I mean Ray Lewis fucked up. Reggie White fucked up. But what I was think Reggie's viewed, big fuck up? I don't know. I'm just sure he blew an assignment. Probably maybe not. But I would say as a DB, like every DB is fucked up. That just happened to be devastating. You know, 50, 40 million people are watching. But I've always heard really – I think that guy's a really good player. Yeah, I, Utah produces smart guys. Like, I would bet on Utah guys. Especially their DBs, right? They usually yeah. know what they're doing. Uh, Hefe KC says Honey Badger wants $15 million. That's a problem. Per year? <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, Trubisky two-year money. Trubisky, by the way, John, the money, as you, you said on the stream yesterday, when the money's not out right away, it's usually not really impressive. And the two years, $14 million is Mitchell's number in uh, Pittsburgh. Because it hit me this morning. I'm like, I haven't, still haven't seen Mitchell's money. So I typed it in Twitter, and I just saw 14 and a half. So I texted you. And I was thinking like, you know, that feels a little extreme, but it made more sense when than you texting back. It actually two years, 14 and a half million. <laughs> so that means the 14 and a half million is not all guaranteed. You know, it's, 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 is this the slowest leak of all the contracts so far this year? Like, what the fuck? How much did you pay him? Is it actually... Well, the guaranteed is 4.2. Like, is that what's Yeah, we'll come find out? that one out in two weeks. <laughs> Has there been a slower leak of a contract than Trubisky so far? Every single contract comes out. No, I Every think that's the one. slowest one. <laughs> Would yeah. it shock you if it comes out that the, the guaranteed is actually under $7 million? That would surprise me, yes. So maybe little, Well, I guess you're, you're saying that it's like 14, year one, it's like six, and year two, it's eight. Something like but that. even if even if the first year is like ten, but I'm only guaranteeing you like five. So if like something gets a little weird, I can cut you or something. If Jimmy Garoppolo falls in my lap, yeah, I don't know if that's happening. Good quarterback still available. Uh, so that one of the things that happened on Tuesday morning, a flurry, a flurry of news, John, when at Jordan Schultz at nine forty two a.m. in the West as they say in the news business, Deshaun Watson's meeting with the Niners per league source. That 
uh, what time was that? 9.42. So at 9.52, Matt Mayoko tweeted, the 49ers are, capital letters, N-O-T not, meeting with Deshaun Watson, a source just told me. Three minutes later, Peter Schrager, the 49ers are not meeting with Deshaun Watson, no caps. And uh, that ended quickly. And um, you and I started texting about it right away. My, my initial take was, I think Deshaun called them to see if they would be interested. And uh, the question is, okay, they didn't meet with him. Should the 49ers have met with Deshaun Watson? Well, I, I, just a bigger picture, you could say that this is, they still, like, we've been lied to before. I'm going to take them at face value because they were really aggressive about getting the nose out there. Like, really aggressive. No one, no one shoots down any rumors this time of year. It's not worth it. You don't have the energy. It doesn't truly matter. This is the first rumor that got shut down during free agency, and it got shut down fucking hard. Notice the Browns aren't shutting down any rumors about them being like... Well, no, they're going to meet... They're, they're meeting them today, <laughs> the Browns. But I, the Niners shot that down very fast. So, I, to me, there's still a percentage that they could just... They don't want it out there because if they can't, you know, if they don't pull the trigger, you tray. But to me, I, I, I think that, you know, the... I was going to say the boat has sailed. The the story has sailed. Ship, What's the ship has sailed? The ship the ship has sailed. I, I think it's just over. Like last year, I was told before the stuff came out and before obviously Trey Lance, the trade was made. The 49ers and Deshaun wants to come play for Kyle. Like he's very interested. It'd be one of the teams. And I think we had talked about that before. But ever since everything ha- happened, and listen, I, I, we say it all the time, no one knows what's happened beside him and all the massage therapists that he was sleeping with. But regardless, whether he's guilty or innocent, he's a red flag guy moving forward. Period, point blank, end of story. Roethlisberger carried with him Lake Tahoe still to this day. Like, that's never going away. And part of drafting Trey Lance was you get this raw guy that you need to work with. There is no guarantee by any means the likelihood that he's ever good as Deshaun Watson would be below 50%, right? Because most quarterbacks don't ever become as good as Deshaun Watson in the history of football. Like he's, he's already immediately like a top five, six quarterback. The majority of people that play the position never become a top 10 quarterback. They have talent. They don't have talent. Well, regardless. But a huge reason you did this, and I think a easier a way to talk Kyle into this like you got this raw product you're going to work with was the character stuff and remember last year during the Colts thing that it came out that they have this special tag for special individuals and they value character at the highest level of any NFL team and it was two guys in the first round it was Devontae Smith who was known as like the leader of Alabama's program for like the last four years and Trey Lance so you you're going to get in bed with a character guy who again it's all this stuff might go away but the stories don't go away. Like he, he was sleeping around with massage. Like his judgment now is a question mark moving forward at a position where you need their judgment to be the number one thing. So uh, you just, I, I, you cannot like, I, you just, they're doing the right thing if they are telling the truth and not fucking with them. Well, and I get why Deshaun Watson would be interested. Of course he'd come here. They'd win. Right. Well, I think the Niners, if I were Deshaun Watson, the Niners would be my number one destination. That would be my preferred destination. If you said, okay, your options are the Saints and Dennis Allen, Matt Rule and the Panthers, the Colts and Frank Reich, which would be – it's not an option, right? Because no. they, they they asked and the Texans said no. Uh, the Falcons, okay, I guess I know Arthur Blank. Atlanta would be 
But don't don't cool. you think once the Niner thing is not an option, which will take him at face value, they say no, he starts getting desperate and he calls the Falcons because he'd rather just play in Atlanta, Magic yeah. City, the I mean, strip club, than the other two places? Cle- Cleveland, I think, would be attractive based on Stefanski, but I, the Niners yeah. would be my number one. No? Okay, well, look, the Niners would be my number the one. Ci- they just got, the, the city. The city. They just got Amari. Yeah. Yeah, the city. They just Good got Amari. Job. They have good. They actually. They're have good, good on defense. Offense. It's a good team. Yeah. Um, if we just since you said this, I you made me think of this. The report was the Niners are meeting with him. Yeah. Then the report was they're not meeting with him, but meeting with him and talking to him are those the same thing? You could zoom. Yeah, I would say a zoom would be a meeting. I would say. Kyle and John talk just like, you know, somebody texted and somebody called like, Hey man, what's going on? That's not a meeting. That'd be talking to like, I'm just, my point is there are semantics here that you could deny. We're not flying to meet him, but we are discussing whether or not we'd want to do it internally. Well, you, again, I'm just saying I, there's I, semantics. You're allowed, in the to have a dis- you're allowed to have a discussion. hundred percent. Sure. I'm just saying specifically not meeting with him. Doesn't if we're playing devil's advocate here, doesn't necessarily mean not thinking about it. I agree. I I just my my overall take when it comes to these situations is you always got to be leery of what gets put out on both sides. That nothing is believable. Like we we have the teams have zero prerogative to tell anybody the truth beside what they're doing internally. Where the agents are the opposite, right? One thing is pretty clear that they're trying to drum up this crazy interest. And obviously, I think people, if he was a clean player, like the massage therapist, the interest would be outrageous. You wouldn't even need to use Twitter, right? Like, did you notice who didn't need to use Twitter? The Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> right? It, Aaron Rodgers, they, the Green Bay Packers, they don't need to use Twitter. But Deshaun Watson, when you're a walking red flag and you got 22 people still suing you, I, the conversations on the other side, they're asking themselves, like, do we really want to do this? And then you see the only two teams that really are willing to like completely look past everything immediately are two teams like, do I even want to play there? And then you're desperate to go to the Niners and even Atlanta. You're like, well, we get it, but we don't really, you know, our quarterback situation, we're kind of stuck to me for the Niners. I don't think Houston would want Trey Lance. Not that they don't think he's a good player. I think they think they have something in Davis Mills. I think you would have to do a double whammy if they were interested. You'd trade Trey Lance, which I think would have immediate value, and you'd get a couple first-round picks. You would accumulate what you traded for, and then you'd have to use that to trade the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. That's how, if they were to go down that road, that's what they would have to do. Do you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. And I do think you could get two two ones for Trey. Carolina might do it. Carolina might do it. Who knows? The Giants, you just, who knows? I think it would be very, very interesting, some of these teams. Yeah. Hell, Washington could pivot in a heartbeat. Say, fuck it. We just, we didn't think this guy would be available. Just cut Carson. I think there's a big difference between going to get Tom Brady and having him play while Trey Lance waits and going to get Deshaun Watson and abandoning Trey Lance after a year, unless you don't think Trey Lance can play. But if you think Trey Lance can play, and and you said this to me earlier, and I think you're right, just the odds, and this this is not a reflection of Trey, the odds that first-round quarterbacks turn into a quarterback as good as Deshaun Watson, or I mean, it's under 50-50, right? Yeah, in, a va- in a vacuum, the, the football aspect of it, Deshaun has the, the advantage, right? Yeah. He's young and he's good. The odds that you become that guy are low. 
So uh, it has to be to me a direct reflection. What do you just? What do you think? What do you guys think of Trey Lance? Well, if I told you right like, now, I don't the care not- so much about like is Trey Lance ready to win a Super Bowl this year? Do you think he can become a really good player if coached by you? And if, if so, I told, then just if, stay away from this. If I told you right now that Trey Lance will become Deshaun Watson, but the Niners have to trade every single draft pick they have in this draft, would they do it? Just, wait, wait. Trey Lance would become as good as Deshaun. Yeah. Would they just? They, you just got to get. You do not get any of your picks. They just all disappear. With the Niners, so just it's like that? an invisible NFL tax. Your picks disappear, but in exchange, the genie makes Trey Lance as good as Deshaun Watson. Yes, you would do that. Would it even take them more than five minutes to say yes? No. Even all the comp picks, John? The comp gods? Everything. You got to get rid of it all. Some people in the stream are like, check out Pelissaro's Twitter. He released the, the comps are out. The Niners have, of course, two third-round comps. I, I Listen, and I, I am someone who I don't even understand optics. I, I think they are the most meaningless thing going right now uh, in our segmented society. I think they mattered a lot more 20, 30 years ago because everyone was consuming the same thing. Uh, I you just think like what Twitter's saying. Yeah, twenty percent of society's on Twitter, and ten percent of that twenty percent, or you know, ten percent of that hundred percent actually tweet. So like the majority of people, then the freakout reaction is irrelevant. But this one, I I do think decision making at quarterback matters, and I question Deshaun Watson's decision making. I would add that I think there are a lot of things that get very overblown on Twitter. Clearly, if you just look around, you see a lot of people, a lot of corporations making decisions based on what will get them credit on Twitter. I think a lot of you know, a lot of people make decisions based on that simple metric, and it's a mistake. Major. There are other things that are real, like real world controversies that are not just Twitter based. And I would say Deshaun Watson is in that real world category. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Um. So, in any event, that's that. It, it would be it would be an all time pivot. You know, it it'd be a pretty crazy moment for these guys. Yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy to get Brady. That's not a pivot. This would be a pivot to a guy who just was didn't play all last year and might be suspended, and not like suspended for you know deflating footballs. Yeah. So, I, I think it's a lock he gets suspended for at least four games. Yeah, Big Ben got six and it got reduced to four. Just whatever that's worth. I don't know how you compare the two things. Remember Zeke got in a little trouble. Yeah. Remember he got like. Can you have Alvin Kamara and suspended for four games, and Deshaun Watson suspended for four games, suspended for the same thing, amount of games? I mean, that's where the people on Twitter start screaming. I I don't. But I'm not even. I'm just saying you. No, I know. I'm I'm not. I don't know. It's 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 a hard game to play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So I want to play you something because Deshaun, as it relates to Jimmy Garoppolo, is screwing things up for the 49ers. Take a look at, I was watching McAfee today. Look at this appearance by a rap sheet. For those of you who are listening to this and can't see it, I'll describe it. We'll describe it for you afterwards, but but uh, watch this. The Indianapolis Colts have done nothing. Have the most amount of money. Everybody else is doing stuff. Who do you see moving today? Jimmy G, is he going to be on the move today? How about Stephon Gilmore? Again, just for people watching. Watch Rap Sheet's reaction when McAfee says, Jimmy G, is he going to be moved today? He's going to be on the move today. How about Stephon Gilmore? For those of you listening, he gives the like, ah, I don't think so, kind of head nod, face grimace. Rap Sheet when asked about today. Jimmy. How about Stephon? So is that simply a result of Deshaun Watson screwing this thing up for the 49ers? 
Uh, or were they going to be in this situation even Deshaun Watson wasn't interviewing with teams? Yeah, I mean, there was a podcast that said that they had a second round ta- uh, second rounder on the table, and it yeah. got aggregated pretty heavily. That, that second rounder, that. if that second rounder is still on the table, I would, uh, if anyone's listening to this with decision making power over at uh, Santa Clara, I would recommend you take that second rounder and fucking run. And even though they say it's now turned into a third rounder, I would also take that as well. Do whatever it takes to make this happen. It's starting to get a little weird. There's no doubt about it, and I think it's fair to say that the rap, that not rap sheet. The Sean Watson thing, like you alluded to, is is impacting this heavily. Because you look at, I, I think the Saints are a team that flying a little under the radar for Jimmy Garoppolo. And obviously they're going to take Deshaun Watson over Jimmy Garoppolo if they can get him, right? They're all in. I think it's pretty clear, though, that it's coming out that he's hesitant to go. I think if Sean Payton was their coach, he'd probably be a New Orleans Saint. And I think a lot of people would be saying, Deshaun would be crazy to not go with Sean Payton, the offense. I think Dennis Allen changes it dramatically for them. It's a little, in this instance, it's a little like college recruiting, and you go from Saban to just a random good coach. You know, I don't even know if this guy's good, but just a random, like, non-Power 5 guy that just got a sweet job. They'll be like, ah, I don't know, right? And I think that's really hurting the Saints, which, but until he says yes, they're still going to tell themselves they have a shot, and Jimmy Garoppolo... You know, I, you know, a lot of people are saying that the Colts now are not as interested. Who knows? I mean, the Colts do not have a quarterback. Part of the reason, I mean, McAfee just can't even help it. He's kind of going fan there. Like, what the fuck are the Colts going to do? But what are they going to do? Like, they do not have a quarterback. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's what the Niners keep thinking. Like, they're going to get desperate. They're going to go with Mariota. Mariota was in their division when he got ran out of town, right? Well, the Steelers made a decision to go with a $7 million quarterback who's just a bridge, right? Now, the Steelers are a little at a different place than the Colts are. Mike Tomlin's won a championship, right? The Colts have been building and building and building and building. But but in fairness, they haven't really been winning much lately. Who? In terms of when's the last time the Steelers won a playoff game? Well, I mean, they went to the playoffs this year. The Steelers, I mean, the, the Colts have been like... The Colts just lost to the Jags at the end of the regular season, got kept out of the play. So I think that my point is just the Colts are in a more desperate spot. So, okay, maybe. Um, The Colts were willing to pull Phillip Rivers out of retirement during last season. So I think they would take, uh, they they would do, I, I think they would take on Baker if the Browns got Deshaun. I think Baker would go to the Colts. If Deshaun would go to Atlanta, I think Matt Ryan would go to the Colts. Like, I agree there. I, I, I like. I think Deshaun going to Cleveland would be bad for the 49ers because then it puts Baker on the market. And even though Baker, you could argue how what are the here's my thing with Baker, John. I could just see a team going. We're not going to pick up his. Is he on his fifth year option this year? Yeah, he's going into it. Fine, I'll just play him on his fifth year option. I'd rather have Baker as my bridge quarterback than Jimmy, only based on the possibility that Baker can actually become a solid quarterback for me. Now, the problem with Baker is the same problem with Jimmy. He hurts his shoulder. He's hurt. He played last year hurt, right? Surgery went well, according to Baker I, and Jimmy. If you were the Colts, would you take Baker or I, Jimmy? I think they really, you know, you talked about it, how you often pivot with a coach or a specific quarterback. You know, asshole, nice guy. Nice guy, asshole. That's true. You're going to go from Carson Wentz to Baker. Now, point. his fifth-year option well, quarterback money, not much. It is $18 million. Now, that's nine less than Jimmy. But we, the one thing that we say Jimmy resonates with them is the character teammate stuff. I would say Baker would be pretty big question mark there. 
Not bad, but a little like Wentz, just something's a little off, right? It feel like different. They feel like completely different humans, but on a similar road of just like, yeah, it's not ideally the type of guy we'd want in. It's like, well, what's really bad about him? Like nothing. It's hard to totally pinpoint and describe to you, but when you're surrounded every day, you know. It's one of those. It's true. It's a very good point. And you would say the Niners went out of their way to keep Jimmy around for an extended period of time. The Browns are not doing that. Now, part of it is just they're good. They're coming to a point where you have to pay a young quarterback a lot of money and they don't want to do it. I think if Baker's you to- in a weird spot. If you told the Browns Baker's your quarterback for the next two years for, you know, I don't know, $38 million, would they just be like, well, yeah, whatever. Okay. But yeah. the problem is that he's trying 38, to get 38, 38 total. 38 total. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like an $18 million quarterback. Yeah. Right. $19 million quarterback. Fine. I don't know. I, I, I just think that there are, there are a lot of teams that there are a lot of dominoes here that Deshaun controls and the Niners are, it's totally out of their control. And on top of that, Jimmy is a depreciated asset. Even if Deshaun's not in the mix because he's, he had, he had shoulder surgery, which in the end might hurt Jimmy and Don. If they, delayed surgery to force a release it could hurt them uh, the, my oh. only pushback on that though if he would have got surgery two days after the nfc championship game he still would be injured right now he wouldn't be close to rehabbing yeah or he would be like, rehabbing so it, it was a month difference and he's he's available potentially mid-july so he would have been available mid-june like that's when otas end I just don't think he would have practiced in the spring regardless. I think it's an easy... I've heard a lot of people say that, and it makes sense when you say it, but when you really think about it from the date perspective... So you're out on conspiracy theory surgery. I'm not necessarily... I think it was kind of an FU, but I don't actually think it would have changed that much. I I think they did it specifically as an FU, kind of, or we're going to do it on my time, I'm going to go. But the actual logistics of it, it wasn't like 90 days where it's like, you know, he would have been at worst ready like a couple weeks into OTAs. Like I think he's out of OTAs regardless. Cuz we're not talking But there's like, a difference well, between getting traded and getting released. The problem is if you get released you have to then go make up the money that you lost by not but my, getting traded. My, but my point is though if he had gotten the surgery a day or two after he's still physically in the same situation today as of the day before, you know. So yeah. like what really does it really So it makes the most sense to try market? and rehab and not get surgery. That does make sense to try and rehab it with and never get surgery, which yeah, I, most might people not would be naturally want to avoid surgery at all costs anyway. Yeah, I got a bum knee. I don't want to go under the knife. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I think the question is, how many meetings is Deshaun taking? Like when we talked about this on Monday, there was two meetings Monday night. He'll make a decision. OK, Niners timeline, make a decision Tuesday. Things shake itself out. Now you got 24 hours to deal with Jimmy. But it's like. Deshaun is begging somebody other than the Saints or the Panthers to want him. And now they're trying to drum up Atlanta. And even Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's kind of complicated, right? Because Deshaun makes 30. If they trade Matt Ryan, what does that do to his dead cap? I mean, it probably gets, it usually gets cut either in half or by a large percentage. But I just read that they restructured his contract, you know, to push some money back. This was sprung on them. Like I don't think they had any interest. Not that they wouldn't want him on their team, but they didn't think it was a possibility. And then, boom, he calls them because he's. I think his back's against the wall a little bit. A little like the Niners and Jimmy Garoppolo, it feels like. Both these situations are the quarterback's not necessarily in the driver's seat. 
Well, I'll tell you, it feels like we're at a point where, what is it, 1, 1 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday, right? Free agency begins. you got to be under the cap. We've already seen the Niners restructure D Ford. They've waited this long. If Deshaun hasn't picked a destination by 1 p.m. Pacific Wednesday, which means that Colts, Browns, Saints, whoever, they're, they're still waiting on Deshaun, which means that they're not trading for Jimmy, then I got to think the Niners might hold on to him for another 24 hours. You wait on a couple deals. You do, you do a couple of those things like, uh, you know how on uh, college football signing day, guys sign, but they make the team's the college is not announced because so, they want to put the hat on during the All-American game like two weeks later. Maybe you agree to a couple deals with guys, but you don't sign it so you can stay under the cap and hope that by Thursday you can trade Jimmy because Deshaun has chosen. It kind of feels like the, they've, they've held this long. I have a hard time seeing them releasing him 1 o'clock on Thursday. Or Wednesday, excuse me, one o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're under the cap with him on the roster, I could see that. But how far are you willing to go? Like, are you willing to just hold on a couple extra days and then have egg on your face, basically? Because are are you embarrassed to cut him tonight or tomorrow morning? Well, there's no point in doing it tonight, could, right? Because I, I don't think it's fair to say the, the Cowboys would have cut Amari Cooper if they wouldn't have found a trade. I think that's fair to say, right? They, yeah, they Amari had to clear Cooper space for, for Randy Gregory, yeah. But do you agree with that? Like, Amari was going one way or the other. Yeah, because he was, yes. They, they just had to do it because they needed to re-sign some guys. They let other guys walk. Like the 49ers are, I do think that not feeling themselves, but they are trying to say to this, like, this guy has value. We're not just going to give him up, which we've said over and over. I think, I think it's a risky way to operate at this point because his, now they would say, and if you're right, if you don't need his cap space to sign someone right now, and we ultimately have a couple trade targets with maybe some of our picks, players in the league, what's the rush? If that's true, that's fine. But if it hinders your ability to do something, I think it's pretty moronic. And I, I think there is, relatively quickly, there is a peace of mind to like, he's off the team, it's all on Trey. Right? You could argue, what's the difference if it doesn't hinder you to sign anyone Wednesday or Saturday, right? Beside like our social lives. Yeah, and I don't think the Niners, yeah, I know, the tournament, I don't think the Niners care too much about that peace of mind. I do think it matters once like guys are reporting as Jimmy just reports and rehabs when Trey. That'd be a little weird. It, I agree, it's a little weird. He but gave do you agree his that by speech. But but would you agree that doesn't seem like that's high in the Niners' priority list? Is we just got to have this guy out of the building? It doesn't seem like they think that. Not way. necessarily high at, like on their priorities out of the building, but I do think they know like there is no return to work with him on the team. Like that's that'd be pretty questionable business. I think return to work. I just mean like if I tell Office you, you know, back open. Yeah, w- 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 but in football, like there as a date when guys just show back up, like as a team, right? Camp arm. Wouldn't it be weird if he's just sitting there next to like I'm back guys, Mariota? <laughs> They're like, oh, we gave number ten to Char- uh, Charvarius. Actually, did you I see Carlos that. Rodon, the uh, guy that one of the pitchers the uh, Giants signed was? He wears fifty five. They're like, you gonna wear fifty five? It was like, nah, I'm not going to wear 55. Like out of respect for Lincecum. I, I saw I that. saw Bob say after he said uh, multiple motorcycle uh, rides for Tatis, no more motorcycle rides for Fernando. Motorcycles are banned. I would get everybody off a motorcycle, honestly, if I were them. Uh, I would tell guys no skiing. Like I, I would, I no pickup hoops, no pickup hoops, none of that yeah. stuff. So um, 
I don't think this is so much about I know I've seen a few people say this in the chat, like this is about pride for the Niners. I mean, it's definitely there's I, think an there's element. An, I think there's an element of well, that. There can't I absolutely, but I also think there is a hard, cold we have the we have this we have a starting quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback. You agree with that? Uh yes. Oh, He's a yeah, starting quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So we have a starting quarterback. You're telling me we're gonna get rid of a starting quarterback and get nothing in return? That just doesn't compute. That doesn't make any sense. No, we can't do that. That's 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 a waste of an asset. I don't care if we get a fifth. Like that is a waste of an asset. I could see them like it is wasteful. It is wasteful. And if we think we can get anything for him after his shoulder heals, maybe we we would rather do that. As crazy as that if he if he's on the sideline in a sling during OTAs, I think that's one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. I really do. I, I agree. It's and crazy. They, they they will get crushed. Like you, you're holding on to something that might not be there. I I agree, and we talked about this the other day. I also think at the end of the day, I don't think that really would matter that much for them if they ultimately got what they were looking for out. If they got a pick out of it, at the end of the day, I don't. You know, part of that part that situation, if it came to that, would be a bet on your building. They're like, we can handle this. Yes, it's weird, but we can handle this. It would be weird. But it's why are you betting on your building on that? Like that's unfair to put guys in situations. It's it's an yeah, uncomfortable. I, I, lead, I would be but. shocked. I would be pretty surprised if it came to that. And I think it's weird. I don't think we'd look back on the season and go, "Man, Niners had a playoff team." And you know, but, the but weirdness I didn't even, Jimmy I'd even argue it's not weird them. for like Usechek and Trent and Debo. Like those guys. Be, I think it's weird for the one guy that matters, and that's the quarterback. Puts him in a weird spot. Maybe, right? maybe Jimmy's not standing on the sideline with a sling. He's just not you, there. <laughs> Then it's like, what are we doing? The whole thing is, it, it's gonna. Yeah, it's, it, it is officially weird if he's on the team come Monday at one o'clock. It's officially weird. It well, yeah. It's I. I'd say it's. It's, it's weird, weird if it's weird one o'clock on Wednesday. I'd say it's weird, but yeah. it could get weirder. It could get weirder. John, before we go any further, let's tell the people about a badass company called Buck Mason. BuckMason.com slash ham. Right now, you get a F-R-E-E free T-shirt oh. with any purchase. Hell, you can buy a T-shirt and get another T-shirt free. I've been getting DMs. People have been tagging us, taking advantage of the offer. Anyone listening to this or watching this that already is a Buck Mason uh, owner. as By the way, this, what I got on right now, also Buck Mason. I've not worn this one uh, since we got the sponsorship, but this was a pre-sponsorship purchase. I paid my hard money. Uh, hard-earned money for this and uh, i love it you can't get this one anymore either this one's out of production too uh but buck mason makes fantastic stuff go check them out buckmason.com slash ham guy yesterday buckmason.com slash ham i ordered 350 dollars worth of shit did you really what well, because i started ordering t-shirts i ordered th- several v-necks i ordered i when we got sent our stuff i got like a uh a button up short sleeve shirt. It's yep. like a good, you know, like summertime. I ordered, I had the white version. I ordered the black version. And then I ordered two pair of like uh, the shorts that are like sweatpant material oh. that I just need. Cause, you know, I wear a lot of my workout shorts around the house, but I, I, I thought like I kind of want to separate shorts that I'll work out in and then shorts that I just lounge around the house in. And I'm like, these two shorts. I'm gonna lounge around the house in these things, so I, I got that pair. And Ooh, I, I, got the gray I pair. want a pair of those. Yeah, they, they're sweet. They're, those you know, are they, comfy. They were seventy-five bucks, but 
you know, boom, I'm gonna rock them both. I got and I got the other pair too that kind of has like a a gray commando look. I like it. I am a huge fan of the uh, Buck Mason hoodie. Huge fan of the Buck Mason hoodie. Um, you're wearing it right now. I think it's it's to me the best. I think it's what is it called? Um, inner loop. I'm not a to me fleece gets too hot, too heavy, too fast, and my beard cuts it up. What I love about these inner loops, they're not too heavy, but they're not too thin. So it's a little chilly out. You go outside, you can throw a jacket on it, no problem. But it's going to keep you warm in the house and you know cool conditions. It's perfect, very comfortable. Uh, and my 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 thick fucking bristly hair doesn't on my neck doesn't uh, scratch it up. So I'm a big fan of it. It's well made. You can tell it's well made. I'm a big fan of the Pima tea. I'm a big fan of a good slub tea as well. Those options are there. So whatever you get, you can just get a t-shirt. You'll get another t-shirt. They got V-necks. They got crew necks. They got straight bottom. They got tall legs. They got short legs. They got uh, uh, the scoops. They got the scoop bottom, uh, which are very popular. So whatever you want, go get it. Buck, B-U-C-K, Mason.com slash ham. Free t-shirt. We sent you. And, hey, we always love – you don't get anything extra for this, but uh, we always love when you DM us. Just show us your order. We appreciate the support, everybody. And uh, this is a great way to um, – this is a great way to support. If you're looking for something, jump on it. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass fed beef. Free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get ButcherBox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. I, I love, uh, I just saw some of the comments of people like, it's expensive clothes. Like, you guys living in America in 2022, right? Like, I mean, uh, a, a sandwich where I live costs you $23. You know, I mean, I, I pay $130 for gas. Like, I think we need to relook the times of Joan Middlecoff taking a young John Middlecoff shopping and finding a pair of pants for $7 to got is, 20, is 27 years ago. Because got chocks, you know what happened to them? They went under. You know, they, it's like, unless you want to shop at Walmart, like, 
the world's changed. Now, hopefully, all the world comes back to Earth. The inflation, fucking, not anytime soon. But, what? like, we live at a time where things are a little more expensive. Whenever I see, but oh, that's expensive. Like, yeah, things are really expensive right now. You either want them or you get nothing. Well, here's what I would say, too, is if you don't want $75 shorts, that's fine. I will tell you this. If you're in that club, John, uh, a, a, this for a $38 T-shirt, when you get one free, so that basically you get it's a $20 T you get two t-shirts for 20 bucks each. Yeah. All right. It's a high quality t-shirt. I'm telling you the Pima T, especially you can like wear it out on a Friday night. So if you just, just do that and that's good and it's good value and it's way better. Your quality you're getting. I mean, t- it's just, it's better once you get in a target and a two t-shirts for 40 bucks is not, it's a deal. On do you agree though, for, Whatever, especially no. from, from a food perspective, do you think living around, the bay for a while you get numb to food prices that probably aren't uh, totally normal or is no. actually pro- for me like anytime i pay i just i it's just you go damn i just i think what you kind of what i i mean i'm used to it but i definitely am aware of it every time i pay it you know what i mean yeah. um but i remember like where you know my i was my mom's from israel that's where she grew up i went there to i was i was born there i've been back to visit a lot when you go to another place and you see how expensive stuff stuff is crazy expensive in some other countries, like my mom takes cell phones over whatever, because stuff is so expensive there. Like cars are outrageous. have been outrageous for years. Prius uh, running you like 90 grand. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, anyway. like is, is eating out in Israel expensive? Uh, no, the eating out is not crazy. Depends. It's, just it's the, like it's anything. Just it's just the stuff, like an iPad there. Is yeah, some expensive. of the stuff. So clothes can be really expensive. Trade embargoes? I don't think there's embargoes, but I definitely think there's a markup. Yeah. NATO? Uh, anyway. John Bougie Middlecom. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of quality over quantity. Like I was, t- I was talking to my neighbor about this. I'm like, hey, man, look, you can get six T-shirts you hate. Or have like three you love. Like I just know I hate putting on t-shirts I don't like. That's all. Yeah. Well, you ever bought like a? I remember a couple years ago. I mean, it's been longer than that. Probably like six, seven. Yeah, money was not you know a couple hundred dollars for a jacket is a lot of money. So like Men's Warehouse will have the deal like buy one sports coat and get another for free or get another mm-hmm. half off. Mm-hmm. And when you do it, especially if you spot like your first three hundred dollars sports coat or something, you're like whoa. But then you look back, like I look at it in my closet, and I'm like, you know, I don't, it's a little duller. And I have mm-hmm. another one that's like probably cost $500, which I've got within the last couple of years. It's one of those, like, whenever you buy a nice jacket, you end up only wearing it like once or twice a year. But you look at it, you're like, this is way sweeter than both those two combined. You're like, why would I ever, I wouldn't do that deal anymore. Right. But you just, you just change and adapt and, you know, you just realize like nice things can be really, really expensive. You know, if you wanted something nice, now you don't have to have it, right? Like I go back and forth, like I need a new watch. Now, you know, the Rolexes are, they're extra marked up right now is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are because of everything going on. But if you look at like a $9,000 watch, you're like, unlike Zillow, where you're like, okay, this house is a million dollars, but two years ago, it was 400 grand. Well, when you look at the Rolex, you're like, well, I can't, was two years ago pre like Sleepy Joe and everything? Was this Rolex three grand? Because if I knew that, no. that would throw me off. But I don't know. No, I don't think so. 
Yeah, I don't I, no, but they, I don't think new Rolexes clearly, were ever three. I mean, they've been three grand 30, 25 years ago, maybe. They weren't you three can, grand. You, you, three you can ago. find a three grand Rolex right now. But my point is, you know, whatever. Not new, what, you can't. I don't even know if you can find one used. It's hard to find new Rolex as part of it. But I'm just saying, I don't think they're three thousand. I don't think they were. But they you know what I'm saying? Like, for a okay, a, a used one that's let's say eight thousand dollars. What was that two years ago? Was it four and a half? Uh, I don't think. Uh, uh, maybe I don't know. I haven't looked lately, but but I'm I don't think is, they were. Ever th- there's four. no Zillow website for watches. I don't think they've been four thousand dollars for a long time. Is my point. Depends what you're looking at. Apple Different Watch models. doesn't do it for you. No. I, but I haven't worn a watch in a couple of years. I just, I just need to get a real... I'm a grown-up. I need to get a real watch. You know what makes just, nice watches? I, I struggle with the prices. I just don't know what to balance. Like, what is that relative Have you looked, to? You know what makes some nice watches, I think? They don't pay us. I've seen a few people wearing them, and they're cool. And they're like $900, like $1,200. Shinola. Have you looked at those? No. Shinola. Not bad. See, but Again, that's, back to my, that's back to my jacket theory. <laughs> Am I better off buying some $1,500 or $5,000? But I, what I'm saying is I think the jacket theory is a $300 watch. I think you can get a nice $1,500 watch. You can. Yeah. I would just not. To me, my advice on watches is like, just don't buy it at Macy's. Well, exactly. You know, a Movado. All due respect, if that's what you're rocking. I I, I, had my, I mean, the only watch I've had in the last like, decade is a Beluva because they were like $800 yeah. and Gotchocks went out of was going out of business. I got it for like a 125. But was it actually an $800 watch or did they just show that? It was never $800, right? Like it was, no, it probably was once $800, but it was so marked up at $800. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. Uh, Check out Kohl's. They have great deals on the stream. See, that's what I would say is what you should not do in this, in this conversation. All right, John, uh, speaking of big money, uh, a guy who definitely is buying himself a new, uh, new Rolex, Charveris, Ward, new 49er. We are looking at his next gen stats here. Free agent signing uh, 40, 26.7 million dollars guaranteed is what the Niners paid him. Uh, his uh, next gen uh, stat rates, if you want them, completion percentage allowed 40%, which is number one in the NFL. Expected completion percentage 47, which is number one in the NFL. Yards per target was third at 4.6. Opponent passer rating 52.5 was third. Tight window rate. 47%, which was first. So uh, Kansas City, you know you know some people around the uh, Chiefs. You know some people around the league. What are What's the league saying about uh, new Niners cornerback Charveris Ward? I'll give you a couple. Good, really good number two. Thought he would get around $12 million. I like him. Good press corner. Loses focus sometimes, but who doesn't at that position? Ball skills aren't great. But he's young and talented and still has room to grow. As a person, the Chiefs really like the guy. Good guy, small town kid, pretty quiet. Another just independent arbitrator who just evaluated him as a player. Really solid player, fits the Niners scheme, not a ball hawk. So now multiple people, like he is not Richard Sherman picking Deion Sanders, like that ain't his thing. Now, he might make plays on the ball because he's long. You know, he's six foot one, whatever. But he is not, like, high-pointing balls in the air as a cornerback. Now, you could argue Niners, beside what's-his-name's play at the end of the Rams game, but they've never seen a play like that. But he's big, tough, fast. He'll tackle. Good zone player. Fits the scheme. So I think part of it is they're overpaying this player, as we talked about. You overpay in free agency several million dollars. But relative to the other crew – 
right? Like J.C. Jackson got $13 million or $14 million more guaranteed dollars. This guy is 25 years old, been a starter for one of the best teams in the league. You know, him and J.C. Jackson are interesting because they've both been in the league four years. They have both played about the same amount of games, 62 games for Jackson, 56 games for Ward. Both were undrafted, by the way. Uh, Ward, 43 starts. J.C. Jackson, 39 starts. Uh, Interceptions, J.C. Jackson, 25. Ward, 4. J.C., I I would say J.C. is known to have elite ball skills. I I would say the numbers reflect that, yeah. (laughs) And that is something the Niners have lacked, right, is – intercepting passes has not been one of the that's hallmarks. A, that's of a defense. large difference in picks. 25, you know 25 picks and 39 starts. That that ratio alone is now I know in some of those other games, I bet he was, you know, nickelback playing, but that's a high number. 25 picks as a corner in four years. Yep. And I would imagine the first year as an undrafted free agent, he probably wasn't just unlimited playing time. It's really been the last couple of years. That's a lot of fucking picks. Jesus. I didn't realize that. His 23 passes defended. J.C. Jackson led the league last year. Ward had, has 29 in four years. Yeah, J.C. Jackson is on another level in terms of production with the ball, which is an elite skill to have. This guy is really – you paid less just to get a big body that can do what you want him to do, right? They were willing to pay less to get a big-bodied guy who's less talented, right? Because ultimately, if you're not picking the ball off – and the other guy is, I mean, J.C. Jackson the last two years has 17 interceptions. Like, there's a chance Diggs, who I think had 11 last year, right, and had all those pick sixes and all the picks, he could easily go from, like, 11 to 3 and not even get 17 in two years within 11 years. Like, 17 picks in two years is fucking a lot. Nine yeah. and eight back-to-back. Yep. yep. Rome but on I, the str- but do, do you understand? I could see the Niners. Now, I mean, they don't have an unlimited cap space. $40 million for a corner who, you know, doesn't isn't Revis or anything is just a lot to swallow. Now, I think JC's deal is like, look at my production, but they, they clearly passed on that because they could have been in that mix, right? If they were willing to pay a freight because it's not like this guy was like, well, he wasn't interested in California, Texas. He's going to L.A. Right. Uh, Rome on the stream. Why are we comparing these guys? We know JC is elite. I mean, we're comparing them just because they're in the same class, but it's a fair point. The Niners aren't signing various Ward to be J.C. Jackson, but they are signing him to be their best corner, right? That's what they just did. They just this guy is supposed to be their best cornerback, and I actually think if 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 they could bring Jason Verrett back cheap, and then had Ambry and Emmanuel Mosley, some people have suggested playing in the slot, that you just have finally just a solid. You're not asking Ambry because I one of the reasons I really thought they needed to add a corner was I would I don't want to go into the season asking Ambry Thomas to be my number one or my number two cornerback and Emmanuel Mosley to be the other number one or number two. And that's what I'm rolling into the season with. I think we've seen season after season that the Niners at cornerback need more than that. And I think you give Ambry a better chance at developing if you have somebody else who is your number one corner. And that's what they had to sign a starter. But there are different levels of starters, right? And I, I would say I'd even push back. JC's not elite. He has elite production. I don't. I don't think he's viewed as an elite player. If he was viewed as an elite player, Darrell Revis or Richard Sherman in his prime, he gets more money than $40 million guaranteed, right? Someone gives him 65 if he was viewed as like a Hall of Fame level all pro for the next five years. He viewed as a really good starter. This guy's a, a tier under him, but has been a starter on one of the best teams in the league. 
And for the most part, I think he had a game against Jamar Chase that got kind of ugly. But one thing, uh, just talking to people, like he did go up against typically the other team's best corner, or I mean best wide receiver. He's not afraid. And toughness, like he does fit things the Niners really value, right? Physicality, toughness, pressing at the line of scrimmage. So this is what we talk about. Scheme fit it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This is the second time, though, they've gone to the Kansas City well, right? I, I know every player is its own independent story, but they went all in on D Ford as a pass rusher, and they've, they're still paying him, right? And they did this. Like, those are two, two of the bigger investments, non, like, you know, homegrown guy, wouldn't you say, that the Niners have done under the Kyle John regime? Do you got like 40 million and this guy got 20? I mean, that's a lot of money to give two free agents. And they had a trade for D Ford. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I don't think that's a negative that Kansas City that you get a player from Kansas City. High level operation, right? Been in big they, games. They like him. Played against Mahomes in practice, in theory. <laughs> or uh whoever their back scout team offense. I don't know. Andy, I'm Andy, making Andy, stuff yeah. up now. <laughs> but uh I don't I think it's a good thing. I mean, I think high level is high level, high level organization, high level guy. Um, undrafted for a different reason than JC Jackson, right? JC Jackson was undrafted because of off the field concerns. This guy was just undrafted. Middle Tennessee State ran a 4-4-4-40. Not at the combine. Did not go to the combine. Which is a little... I'll have to do some digging because I would say it's probably a lot to do with his school because it's over six feet tall running in the 4-4s. A guy like that usually getting a combine invite. Like I bet if you ask some people like they'd like a do-over. I mean, clearly. I mean, he's been starting... Like the combine, they missed on this guy. Right, the NFL missed on this player, and it, it might just be as simple as tiny little school. But I, I remember this vividly during the draft preparation, working in the office. Small school guys, quote unquote, HWS height, weight, speed. The moment they do something like this, you run four four at over six foot at corner. That that would every team in the league would get updated on that before the draft. Like he had to be on people's radar. A little surprised. He didn't get drafted in the. I, I mean, I, again, I, I I I wikied him, so maybe his four 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 was not even a no, Middle I, I Tennessee State. I, I, I'm looking at that too. All values from the Middle Tennessee State Pro Day. Here's the other thing, guy. The Cowboys signed Ward as an undrafted free agent. The Chiefs ended up getting him. They this traded for him before the season. This is a good right. scouting job by Veach, man. That's they fl- they flipped the the Chiefs landed him August thirtieth, so basically right before the white waiver claim because they probably I'm sure realize this guy's gonna get claimed. They flipped some random offensive guard that you've never heard of and landed their starting. So the Cowboys the had too years. many corners, but needed a backup guard or something like that. Yep, and the Chiefs like we like this guy, so they watched him play however many snaps he played in the preseason that year for Dallas. That's fucking some scouting right there. Didn't even have to trade a pick for him. That's impressive. And they, and they probably traded a guard they were going to cut anyway. Yeah, 100%. This guy is such an underrated prospect. The NFLPA Collegiate Bowl is easily of the bowls, right? The Senior Bowl is the best. Then there's the East-West Shrine game, which is more like 5th, 6th, 7th round picks. This Collegiate NFLPA Bowl is kind of a joke. That's and the one that's in, is that in Vegas, right? I think it was this year. It used When I was doing it, it used to be at... Uh, Wherever the soccer team, where the Dean Spanos played for a couple of years, Carson in Long Beach, yeah, Carson. That's what to me. This guy's story 
is very NFL, right? Yeah. Small school guy, undrafted free agent, goes to the right team, sweet team. Is like, damn, this guy's fucking six feet, can run. He's a starter. All of a sudden, he gets a big contract. Like that, that just does not happen in these other sports because it's hard to even just survive as an undrafted free agent. You and I have been going to camp long enough. Honestly, once camp starts, like it's pretty easy to stand out as an undrafted free. Like you get every opportunity as like a fifth rounder does, right? You just you're you're in the group with them, repping around. Well, that's where I would put he's DJ Jones. The DJ was not undrafted; he was a six round pick. But I'd say very similar, right? Yeah. You you do it with your guy. You let him go, and someone else pays him, and then you pay somebody else's guy who's in the same boat. It's not debatable that you get more chances for being a high pick. No one would argue that, and I think it makes. Older guys in the NFL that were later around draft picks get some mad sometimes. That's true. Just because when you have a good draft grade, you just are going to get more chances. But it, it's pretty irrelevant where you start. Not necessarily with well, the team where you start matters because scheme and stuff. But in terms of you can be a six-round pick, you can be a seven-round pick, you get an undrafted free agent. If you're good enough, you will get a big contract. Period, point blank. There, there's no way around it. If you become a starter, yeah, either that if team you, will have you to pay get on the field, or you'll hit for you got to get on the field. But it, the NFL of all the sports is the easiest to get on the field because there's just guys get injured, carnage, right? People, a lot of transactions during the season. It's if you're a backup DB, you are not far away from starting half the season, right? Right. <laughs> Hell, we saw it with the Niners. All of a but sudden, being like, a backup guy, DB is a, you just it's hard to get to that spot, right? Well, yeah, it's you get training camp's spot. very difficult. Like you got to win it over. But if if you're able to get through that kind of war zone of competition and get to just make the roster. If you can make the roster, you are pretty close to playing. Now, obviously this guy and DJ Jones are like the high end version of the people we're talking about, but you can have a seven, eight year career, even if it's making a couple million dollars, just like this guy's a functional starter. Like well, DJ to me, Jones viewed as like a good starter. Charvarius Ward, DJ Jones are the dream. Like they are the guys that the guys who go in the sixth or undrafted idolize. That's the guy I, I want that career path right there. And I do think being on good teams kind of helps you sometimes if you're cheap. It, it really does because they have expensive players. Yeah. Right. So you can have a roster spot just by being functional. There's other better players around you. They feel a little better putting you on the field. I'd even sometimes say this. you get some of these small school guys later around guys who are they're really smart. Right. See that to me, that's I just I I forgot where DJ Jones. DJ Jones went to Ole Miss. Now he was undersized, but it's like SEC guy. I bet everyone in the league knew about him. Chavarius, Chavarius, Ch- Ch- how do you say his name? <laughs> Char- yeah, C- I don't know how how much you C- pronounce Ward. that first R. How about C Ward? C Ward. My guy C Ward. To me, the difference, like if you do play at UCLA or Texas, even if they're down, like you're just having so many people come through. When you play at like Weber State or Middle Tennessee or some of these random schools, like there is a chance if they don't view anyone on your team as a prospect, no one really comes through all year. Like, is anyone going to see me? Right. It has to cross your mind. Like, am I going to, if you're playing at Ole Miss, every day day you look at Ole Miss, you're like, fuck, there's 17 scouts here. It's, yeah. I mean, is this guy in the portal now? Like, is the SEC calling this guy? How would you even find out about him? You need to have a friend on his team, but. Remember Jimmy Ward and those guys that played at like South Alabama? Like, are those guys in the portal pretty fast? Tart. Which honestly could even hurt the smaller schools more that these guys are just going to end up in Power 5 teams by the time they're sophomores. Uh, on the stream, it's like Tarvarius, but it starts with a ch instead. 
Charvarius. Charvarius. I like that. Because Charvarius is pretty easy to say. Yeah. Charvarius. Charvarius. Uh, by the way, Tyrod Taylor has signed, John, with the... Did you want to guess? Or will sign. He hasn't consummated yet. Consummation uh, sensation happens. Uh, the consummation orgy happens on Wednesday. Mike McDaniel's just going big on backup quarterbacks. No. <laughs> I, I I got I actually have a team for you because they're, huh. they're missing it. Their quarterback just left as a back. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. No, good guess. Uh, the Giants. Two years, yeah. seventeen million, including eight and a half guaranteed. Says eight and a half million guaranteed. Uh, says Shefty. I think Mitchell knew similar money right between the two guys. It's a little bit of a rigged game in New York, even if my guy Dable is like, hey, man, I want you to start. Where you kind of know, like, they're really going to start Daniel Jones and you need it. Like, you get to start for the Steelers. You know, like in OTAs, like, you're the guy in your center in OTAs. So the money's the same. You get to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers, who might be good. This team probably is going to suck. And really, you're going to have to take reps behind this guy because they drafted him number six overall. Like, they, you know, Mason Rudolph, good-looking guy, not good player. Mitchell, you're going to start. That, that had to be a pretty easy decision by Mitchell. I think so. <laughs> you know, because it's the same money, right? The, the, they got the same, pretty much same contract. He just watched the Steelers go to the playoffs with Big Ben last year. Right? I don't think the Steelers will be back in the playoffs, though, with Mitchell. I don't expect it. Uh, on the stream, Trubisky fixing to die behind that old line. He can move. Trubisky Lancelot, why don't athlete. these guys have super chat? Just ask you want to ask you something, Lancelot, fire away, and then go buy a Buck Mason t-shirt. We appreciate yeah, you being know. here. Thanks to everybody for being here. Why does everyone want to give us money? I, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There was something else. Uh, what if we did chat? super chat? They think we're bougie. Super chat, minimum $99.99. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think we get any super chats? Uh, you know, like I don't want, I don't want your three ninety nine. Keep it, you know. You use that for a gallon of gas or half <laughs> a gallon of gas. By the way, Bob Sacamano on our uh, discussion earlier about who uh, who we should pick in the first four. The first four games are being played in Dayton. Wright State's campus is in Dayton, so it's a home game for Wright State. Well, we've gone with the other and team. Brian. I already placed the bet. <laughs> so. Uh. Uh, on the stream, feel like we should have taken JC over Ward. Not a big price difference. Not in the AAV, right? But in the guaranteed dollars, there is fourteen. What do we say? Fourteen, uh, forty versus twenty six point seven. I mean, that's basically that's isn't that basically an extra year of work if it's not going well? Yeah. Uh, Chris Biederman must be watching the stream. He just texted me. Uh, Charverius Ward played with Richie James at Middle Tennessee State. See, Middle Tennessee is producing some guys. So maybe they, I think it's fair to say then they've scouted that school. They feel comfortable with the character. Now, the character is good. You know, I think, you think they went to Middle Tennessee State to scout Richie James, or they just found well, Richie James after the fact? I would guess that their scout has gone, has a relationship. Once you sign Richie James, like you're swinging through that school. Yeah, you might. Right. Maybe the Niners tried to, did the Niners try to get him from doubt? Were the Niners waiting for him to get cut? Uh, four years ago by Dallas, and instead they traded them to Kansas City because the Niners knew. scouted him for sure. Guy, they drafted Richie James in the seventh round in that year, uh, in eighteen. So it would have been the year after. So I wonder once Ward makes the Chiefs, 
starts for the Chiefs, who at the time were real, obviously, I mean, still good, but they were good. It's like, we might need to keep an eye on this whole Middle Tennessee State. And then they had a guy drafted the following year. That's a pretty good couple-year stretch by Middle Tennessee State. Holy shit. Is there any doubt in your mind that those two guys are on the wall when you walk into their football facility? No doubt at all. <laughs> Niner helmet, Chiefs. <laughs> I think Richie got hurt. He did get hurt. His, his... Richie came out hurt. Richie was three and done at Middle Tennessee State. I wonder if he got trouble or something. Not a transfer? Uh, David C., we also want to know what you think of Encanto. Can't tell you that. I've not watched that. We don't talk about Elvis. What's the name of that song? First Disney song, I think, to make it on the number one Billboard chart since like uh, Little Mermaid. There's a Disney song right now on the Billboard charts? It was like two weeks ago, I remember, because I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, what is everybody talking about? It's like a Disney movie. There's a song, which anyone, I guess, with kids would probably know the song. I don't. It's called We Don't Talk About Br- Bruno. That's what it is. I listened to it once. I'm like, what? This song's hot. And I listened to it. I'm like, okay, this song is not for me. <laughs> How do the billboard charts work anymore? Like, you're not on the Sales, radio. plays, spins. Yeah. Spotify plays. I think you can see the plays on Spotify and songs. Gotcha. Uh, John, free agent uh, free agent idea for you. And, uh, boy, you're going to love this. Uh, Shanahan's not going to like this idea, but uh, you're going to like this. The Rams are expected to release Johnny Hecker who was about to make, I think, over $3 million. I think his contract was like a five-year, $18 million contract signed a few years ago. And the Rams are going to release him. I mean, this is a all-pro. The Niners did not have great special teams last year. And they have a very cheap punter who they drafted on their roster, Mitch Wisnowski. But I did a little digging. And uh, Johnny Hecker's still an elite punter, based on my research. Johnny Hecker allowed... Get ready for this number. You don't have to know much about special teams to know this is good. Nine total returns last year. I don't I don't even need to tell you how many most people give up. Wishnowski allowed 26 returns. That's I don't know what the average is, but when I went looking through all the punting stats, which I did, uh 25, 30, 35 returns. That's pretty typical. Counter Stafford 60? threw a bunch of pit Stafford threw a bunch of picks, so that's probably 10 punts away. Fair. 60 total punt return yards against Johnny Hecker this year. 60. That, that's pretty that's that's pretty nuts. He was also second in the NFL uh with 25 fair catches. 25 fair catches, okay? So that's a lot. So your theory is well he never punted. Well, he did punt. 25 fair catches was the second most in the league. Big hang now, time guy. Big hang. I don't know what his timing was. Now you could argue uh, I, I, here, Andre says, how often did he punt? I actually, I got to go back and look, but I think he had like three or four more punts than Wisnowski. It was not that far different. Yeah. Now you could argue, well, how much is he going to cost? Is he going to cost four times, three times what you're paying Mitch Wisnowski on the last year of his rookie contract? He's making under a million dollars and you drafted him. And my argument would just be this. You're about to go into the year with Trey Lance as your quarterback. Probably. And if you go into the year with Trey Lance as your quarterback, you are uh, there. You might play a style of game that doesn't leave you a lot of margin for error. And he's not a rookie, but we're calling him a semi-rookie. Um, and so 
your special teams game, which hurt you last year in a season that you didn't have a lot of room for error, it almost killed you, and then somehow it saved you, is going to be a critical part, actually. High tower of your season. Actually, high tower should sign. Honestly, Hecker, I'm not even kidding there. I thought the Bears should be aggressive with him. So, are the Niners in a position to to increase their punter spend by probably three times to upgrade that position? By the way, at a time when you know people are punting less and less and less. Yeah, my issue with that is he's made basically well over three million dollars now. He's been a three million dollar punter since Mc McVay got there. Yep. Uh, obviously, he was on the team with Jeff Fisher, but he's been making three two, three five, three seven. So let's just say let's just say he's a three and a half million dollar punter. You got to factor in the room. Your kicker makes $4 million, and he's worth it. Like, Robbie Gold, feel good about him in a weird way. Massive comeback. You feel good. $4 million. You're going to have a $7.5 million battery between your kicker and your punter. Same cost as your quarterback. I, right? That, that's what me, Trey's making. I'd say that's where you get the problem. If you, if you, I think, ideally, you need one of the two guys to be cheap. Now, I actually, and listen, I'm no uh, Bobby April Jr. here, but... I thought Wisnowski was pretty bad last year. I test couch scouting. You know, I mean, it's I'm like Kyle. I'm not that into it, but it felt like he was not good. I was at the game, and I didn't realize this. You would text me like, bro, he just got knocked out. When Robbie Gold had to punt with their season and just livelihoods and respect on the line. Clutch he, punt. He punted. He had the clutch punt, John, not just punt. Yeah, what, he had the I clutch mean, punt. In his and own territory. I, I even think he said most after the game he hadn't punished since high school or whatever. Like obviously it was a freak circumstance, but that's a not ideal when it's like you don't really notice that big of a difference. I so yeah, could you upgrade one hundred percent? I just think financially, can you afford to have seven million dollars going into two guys in the special teams room? Fair. I, I, I would be very interested if your kicker was a, a million dollar guy. And you go, oh, well, the room would be four million dollars. You agree though that the, the if he's going to cost you three and a half, which I would imagine people are going to be bidding toward his services. Right. He's still one of the best in the league. People uh, like David punters. on the stream. Don't need Hecker. Matt Areza, punt God. Dude San from Diego San Diego State. State. Yeah. What round is he getting drafted in? Well, I mean, it's like Fifth? Jason Jason Light tried to fucking change the landscape of, of kickers and punters, and then it did With not Aguilar. go well. And people he took like, him in the yeah, second. You know, wasn't Aguayo a second round pick? Yeah, but he shattered all the records. He had never missed. I, Different I, between I, a kicker and a punter. There is, play, because it's hard, it's hard to fuck up in training camp. Remember the training camps? Like, oh, wow, this is not going well. Remember you just miss kick after kick in training camp? Twitter ruined Aguayo. I know. I, I felt bad about that. I didn't participate. Um, some Nate on the stream says, Matt from San Diego State can do both. You know, Robbie Gold has... Have they had to find a random kicker for a week or two every year? feels like it may not actually be true, but... He's if had my, a few if, injuries. I mean, if my, punter, if my punter can hit a few field goals, that would not be the worst thing in the world. I mean, Robbie Gold is with Whitworth bowing out today. I would imagine the second guy over forty in the NFL. Him and Tom. He's Brady. forty years old. Yeah, huh? Robbie is forty. <laughs> How is uh? What round did Mitch? Wasn't Mitch in the fifth round? Uh, I thought the fourth. I mean, if he was in the fourth, uh. uh, uh Areza, I'm not actually sure how to say his last name, but I've seen him. Areza, Areza. It's not Areza. I think he's viewed as like one of the Are, best prospects. I, I, it, third Trevor round, still it feels like. League, by the way, yeah, he's not going in the seventh round. But you can't take a punter, or kicker in the third round, can you? 
Rob, Robbie's on the team, guy. I mean, he's got a dead cap. I mean, he's just he's. On I'm the not. Team. I'm not getting rid of Robbie. I'm just saying, it, would you draft another punter with the in your mind that you're not resigning Wisnowski? And I think Wisnowski's dead cap. I got to check. I think it's like ninety thousand dollars. People people forget. Uh, it's a long time ago, and we live in a just what happened lately. When he was drafted, we did a pod because that obviously the draft fourth round you know, says bear on on Saturday, and then we did a pod on Sunday. It was on the internet streets. You remember it was pretty controversial. Very. A lot of people thought it was insanity, and we were like, guys, it's just a punter, starting punter, it's third day of the draft. Who cares? People were not feeling it. If they doubled down again, they'd <laughs> be like, well, we just did this. It's like, yeah, this guy's way better. Uh, one hundred and ninety thousand would be Mitch's uh, dead cap. I think I think I want to call him Trubisky. Wisnowski's on the team. Same agent as Trubisky. Does have Tolner? Yeah. Tolner feasts on the Pac-12 guys. West Coast guys. Even small school, like oh, North Dakota State, Carson, there. Mocks have Matt going in the seventh round. All right. Uh, I have a hard time thinking that. It'd be better than a third round running back last year, says David. I feel like we overreact a little bit on the draft after one season. Yeah, you, know, you gotta give it a little time. Yeah, I mean, I, you would say this if if you're gonna have a shot, you would think Kyle could find a way. Uh, Laramie Tunzel staying in Houston. Can we get can we get a little flurry? Some uh, can we rattle off some free agency news here? Slow down a little. Huh? Tyrod back mentioned that Cowboys, Rams, and Browns are all competing for Von Miller. Says Aaron Wilson, uh, Marcus Marquise Haynes to the Panthers. The Niners have the last pick of the seventh round. I think they do. Mister Relevant. Yeah, They're who they, who still gets a parade in Southern California? Pelissaro, the comps. A lot of randos in the. One thing's pretty clear. Young Hoku gets a five-year, $25 million contract. I do like that guy. One, one thing that's clear about the older dudes, I think Vaughn, Chandler, and Gilmore are good examples. Guys that have like seen the mountaintop, like Ben Alpha's at the Pro Bowl, <laughs> are like, wait, we just don't get to write whatever number we want on the piece of paper, and you guys say yes? Like That's not how it works once you get over 30? Like I, I can imagine some of the numbers their agents... The conversation the agents has with team and then the conversation that Chandler Jones, Von Miller, and Gilmore are getting from their agent, it's probably some stuff gets lost in translation of like, hey, bro, uh, we're not paying your client that much money. Any- this isn't 2017. Uh, comp picks, John. Uh, 97. So Niners get 102, 105. Those are third-round comps. They get 200 and 221. Those are six-round comps. Niners got picked 262, the last comp pick of the seventh round. So, Take a swing. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said Albright is saying Jimmy might be in play in Cleveland. Like if they get rid of Baker. Makes some sense, right? If they get Deshaun, they trade Baker, and then they need to no. Back. If they just don't get oh, yeah, Deshaun, yeah, yeah, but are yeah, just yeah. done with Baker, like are they that done with Baker? They could be. Does it feel like they might sneaky hate Baker, like the Colts hated Wentz? They've just been a little more tight-lipped about it because they know they might be stuck with him. 
slash the money just makes it really complicated. Like, what are we going to do here? Ultimately, $18 million. Like, Carson was going to make 35. Uh, Albright says, Albright saying no chance. Uh, that's all. He said no chance that uh, Watson goes to the Browns. I'd agree with that. Hmm. Doesn't feel like, even though from a football standpoint, I think they would immediately be good, obviously. Just feels like Deshaun and Mulgetta want, like, who they knows? They want to be in the bright lights? But are, like, the Panthers the bright lights? That's why they want... No, it's really a weird collection. Are the Eagles sleeping? Sneaking around here? They just don't want it out there because they don't want to keep fighting off the Jalen? Or maybe they're out. It's hard Not, to tell who's in and out. Wouldn't be a terrible opera- theory if you're like, we'll just let him meet with the teams that want him and realize he doesn't want to play for them, and then we swoop in. But you have to deal with the compensation with Houston, too. That's the other part of this. If you're the Texans, you just pray to God that the Panthers get this done because you get their first and their second round pick this year, and their draft's pretty good, right? It's the sixth pick. Yeah. So you immediately get two sweet picks. Right. That's The, the Texans are kind of <laughs> hands off the wheel like, because – Deshaun has the no trade clause. I think if you're the Texans, you you just don't want it. You just want him in the top ten with a shitty team. You take Atlanta. I think Atlanta's draft in the top ten. You do that too. Al says nine. Cleveland gets Watson, then trade Baker to the Panthers. Why would the Panthers, but Panthers could end up in some real QB purgatory? But they're already in. Yeah, they are already in. So, all right. As news breaks, we are here if it breaks, and. uh Although uh, no one got out of bed, uh, Middlecoff didn't get out of bed for Charvarius uh, Ward last night. Well, you didn't text me either, so I just didn't really care that much. <laughs> I was in bed. I saw it. And I'm like, is Middlecoff going to text me and ask me if I want to do a video? <laughs> I didn't. Care. DJ Jones to the Broncos. Sound the alarm. Your woman has just been sighted. I whoop, didn't whoop. give a shit. All right, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Appreciate everybody on the stream. If you're hanging out here. Hit that like button. Anything else we got to get to, Milkoff? Before we people we'll, are we'll hanging, be, so you know we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be back tomorrow, talking Jimmy when he gets traded. Yeah, we've got uh, NCAA tournaments underway, so let's go right, watch let's, it. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging. We appreciate you. If you like the video, like the video. If you're on the podcast, check out the YouTube. Leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Music. If you're listening to this pod right now, five stars. Uh, we appreciate that. Ask us a question, any question, and. Um, uh, tell us your favorite bar. True TV. True TV. Is that what it is right now? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. Actually, all the first four games are on True TV. Later, everybody. Peace. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.